Echo Lima 87. This is 100 watts and a wire. Hey friends, it's Christian and coming to you from Sarasota, Florida, where we are under a hurricane warning. It's been a minute between the podcast and I'm not even sure where we're going to put this one. If it is 100 watts and a wire or it's hour 73, it's all just me. So it could end up in both places. I hope you're doing okay if you're paying attention uh, in a timely fashion to things. We have a hurricane headed our way for real. Idelia. Adelia. Interesting letter. I. Adelia. Anyway, this hurricane is now moving from the Yucatan and down by Cuba Way up toward the Gulf and uh, to where I live. As I talk to you, hopefully all the things that I'm saying will come out with the best accuracy, as I can say, like the Yucatan and uh, Cuba and the warm waters just chilling. And this is Monday, 11.30 a.m. Now, by this time tomorrow, it will be moving this direction. I don't know if I'll be able to record anymore. I wanted to do sort of a walk and talk where I took the gear and went outside. It's still pretty warm here and a bit buggy, and I've just come in from the outside. Let's go back to Sunday. Sunday, I uh, spent some time with my neighbor across the street. Janice is cool. She's 81 years old. You'd never know it. And... She's been here 22 years, 23 years, and so I'm trying to glean information from her. She's been here long enough that some administration over time in Florida's history in the last two decades provided free window coverings to houses that fit the requirement. She did. It's a small house on a corner. It's only her who lives there, and she's sort of catty corner from me, just, you know, right across the street. So I went out there yesterday because I heard a tap-tap on the door. We go back even further, even Saturday we had coffee. We were talking about the possible storm coming. That's the one thing about hurricanes is that you have a little bit of head time, you know, uh, lead time rather. And so uh, I went over and had coffee with her. We chatted for a while. Come Sunday, tap, tap on the door in the rain, and I saw Janice. So I go out there, of course, and she wanted to know if I could help her cut a limb that's on the corner, northeast corner of her house. Not very high up. We're talking maybe 10 feet, you know, something like that. She showed it to me. I said, let me have some dinner. When it dries out just a touch, because here now... In the stormy season, it hasn't been this way the whole time since we've been here only two months or so. Just recently, in the last week and a half, it started acting like people are traditionally familiar with what's going on in Florida. It rains sometime in the afternoon, clears off, you know. She comes over, she's wet. You know, I'm like, what's going on, you know? Anyway, 
That's the first little bit of work. Want to take care of that for her. We did that. We ended up pulling out her window covers. And what they've done is they've installed tracks along her windows. And in these tracks are this kind of thick, pl I don't even know, but they felt like plastic. They sort of have this wave about them and they kind of lock in and bolt at the bottom of the track. You sort of wedge it toward the top. And then there's um, a way to kind of clamp it down toward the bottom. This lady's doing this right now by herself as I'm taking care of my yard. And what I'm trying to do is get the projectiles out, right? So we took her windows in the plastic, um, hard plastic, you know what I mean? It goes in front of her windows to kind of protect it. And uh, so we placed those where they need to go. She's labeled them by the corner, so it was easy to distribute, put them out last night. Fast forward to this morning, we know now this thing was picking up some intensity. We don't know if it's going to stay on track. This is the sort of nature of a hurricane. I'm just giving you a layman's terms of a person who lives pretty close to the water. I would say I'm about 15 feet above sea level perhaps a block and a half away from the bay side here, west side of Florida. Now I've got radios on, I've got email up. There are different things coming in, messages. The local uh, radio team that I belong to, it's the Amateur Radio Emergency Service Team, very active. And with my rental situation here, although I'm not in an HOA, they're talking cat one, cat two. I'm looking out my windows as we go. I want to keep an eye on Janice, number one, so she doesn't get herself in trouble. My big girl is here doing uh, the virtual school of Florida, which is an interesting option. We'll talk about that at some other time. And I had to take down my radio antennas. Being an amateur radio operator, an emergency communicator, I've got an HF antenna. I've got a VHF uh, antenna, UHF. I might be saying some things wrong here, y'all. I'm telling you, let me remind you of the visual soaked through my clothes on a quick break from taking down my HF antenna and the 2 meter 440 radio. And I wish I had brought my coffee up in here. Be that as it may, all of the things that I put up a couple of months ago, antenna wise, everything has come down from. You know, both antennas, I had my 2 meter 440 rig uh, antenna fastened to about a 15 foot piece of bamboo. Crooked, little crooked, but it was in the tree. I had it bungeed off, tied off with a good knot. Pretty secure, but they're talking cat one, cat two. I don't know if we're going to get over 70 mile an hour, up to 90. This thing wouldn't make it. And all I need is a projectile to come flying through someone else's window or the screened porch. You know what I'm saying. The goal today is to try to fasten down and move trash cans and chairs and any of that sort of stuff. And that's what we've been doing. The squeak you hear is my chair. It's, I don't know, it's, it's trying to chime in, I suppose. So the way it's going for me is that uh, I'm very in the moment, very practical. I'm not thinking about the fear. It's the task at hand. You know, this is our first time. 
I'm an East Coast kid, but I'm from Baltimore. I lived in Baltimore 28 years, and I went up to Philadelphia. I lived there for six years, 20 years out in Missouri. And in my early 50s now, I find myself with the backdrop of a hurricane zone. And, and it's paradise, but this is part of the cost of doing business in paradise, let alone the high rents and, and other things that are costing money. But that's a whole different story. Today was all about trying to get everything cleaned off the porch because it's screened in. We don't want any projectiles, anything in the yard. And my antennas for my radios came down too. Even the coax that feeds them, you know, that connects them from my radio to a switcher to the antenna. All of that stuff has come down. It's almost like I'm moving again. The beauty about this is that I didn't have anything buried. It's all sand, man. Like I mentioned, I'm 15 feet above sea level here, maybe. Maybe 17. Somewhere between 15 and 17. The good thing is my street that I'm on slopes down. It has an incline. It goes down back toward the bay side. Now, that's not any guarantee, however... It is something the house I live in is built off of the ground, not super high, but it is elevated from the ground and the sand below it. So that's all plus. We're going to have high winds. We hide from the wind. We run from the water. Flooding this morning has been my major concern. They're talking three to five foot storm surges, which, you know, it's going to bring a uh, rush of water. It's worse in other areas to our north is Tampa about, I'm going to say maybe 50 miles. Maybe I should just say about an hour ride from here. North. At the moment, if this thing does not turn, it looks like Tampa is going to be, you know, dealing with a good brunt of this. That said, we're not so far away. And if this thing does turn like Hurricane Ian did uh, before I arrived, all hell is going to break loose in this area and other areas. And Ian was so wide that it was kind of like, where are you going to go? You just made a race to go north, I suppose. I wasn't here. Personally, getting into some of the things of uh, the preps I've mentioned before that I didn't feel as prepared for this. Because we've moved, our whole life has moved and changed, and it's like, uh, everything's settling in. You got the kids going to school, mama's doing the new job, daddy's looking for a job, all this. That said, we've been lucky that Adelia, Adelia, Adelia has not shown up sooner. We do have supplies now batteries backups and i gotta say a little bit i do live my life in a way i've got some lanterns i've got things batteried up i've got some lithium ion batteries i've got lights for my studio that work on battery everything is charged i feel confident that when the power goes out and i say when the power goes out because i do believe we will lose power at the least uh, we'll have some light. We have a lot of windows, which is good. It's going to be hot as a mug for a mother. Hot as a mother. The radios are charged. Again, the base stations are basically disconnected from the antennas, and the antennas are out of the trees because I don't want projectiles. And 
For a practical reason, I like this 2 meter 440 antenna, the size of it can go with me in my truck. I can put it up in a temporary situation. And when we weather this storm, I can put it back up where it was. If I take the chance, it could snap. The bamboo could snap. The antenna could snap and I'm out. You know what I mean? I don't want to do that. I do have small handheld amateur radio operators. We call them HTs, the handy talkie. If you're not an amateur radio operator listening to this, you may know them under like a walkie-talkie, but it's not quite that. I want to hit the scan here on my radio. Oops. That's not good. This is weather. It's Hurricane Watch. I've got it on, y'all. It's it's on. It is, it is on, and I'm going to keep my radio here in the background. So the purest of audio will only be coming from my mouth to this gorgeous microphone that I use. I also got another email this morning. I know I'm jumping around a little bit here, and I'm going to tell you what I know and where we are, and then I'm going to bolt out of here. I'll try to post this up for you. If nothing else, we're making a documentary of Monday, August 28th, before Adelia comes ashore. Another neighbor across the street, he sort of lived. I say lived because he just sold this place and has moved away to Maryland. Nice guy and his wife live there. This is a pretty tight neighborhood, just being here two months. They take each other to the airports if they have to. They, they keep an eye on each other, and uh, that's what we're doing. And I got an email this morning talking about, you know, can you please go and drop this cover that helps uh, protect his front door from any objects that may be thrown against it. I certainly went and did that for him. Took the chairs that are on his front porch and put those over on the side and laid them flat on their back. Sent him some pictures. Peace of mind. I think that's what you're looking for. He also let me know that he felt that this wasn't going to be as heavy or as big. Not to say he was downplaying it at any stretch. He was just maybe giving me a bit of peace of mind. I told him I was worried about the flooding. Other people who are not here are like, yeah, I'd be afraid of that flooding too. Three to five storm surge, you're 15, 17 feet above the sea level. Yeah, run! You know, and that's another point. Um, we would probably run southeast at this point southeast away from this storm because again it's coming up from the gulf from the yucatan and uh, cuba area south of where i am up the gulf with a vengeance gonna hit only be able to get stronger and probably cut back toward the atlantic ocean check out if you hear this follow the storm i've always been interested but never this close so uh my radio communications have um I don't know. We have the handheld radios, which will do okay. It will keep me connected. I can listen. I liked having the, the two-meter one in the tree higher. It can get me out better uh, in terms of reception and uh, transmission. And for the high-frequency stuff, I'm not going to be able to hear the nat, uh, the hurricane net right now because I've just taken down that antenna. I probably do have an option but it would come in a mobile, portable kind of way. And look, I'm not going to be sitting outside. Oh, I do have another option, actually. I have a 
chameleon loop antenna, I guess I could put it up in the house. It's just a loop antenna. Anyway, let me not get off too far off track. Another thing I want to do is I park out on the street where I live, kind of under a canopy of trees, which is kind of nice apart from the leaves are all, always on my stuff. But knowing that the power probably will go out sometime, I don't want to get stuck there. I don't want a tree landing on it. I don't want to be blocked in by utility companies. So I'm probably going to actually bring it into my backyard, this truck. I've been thinking about the antennas. I've got a Tar Heel antenna. This is a screwdriver antenna for when I'm mobile. And a 2 meter 440 uh, whip antenna. Thinking about pulling those off, but uh, that's still a little bit down the lane. Kids are in school today. Uh, we'll see where we are around 4 o'clock. So, to kind of give you a summary of what's going on, we've got water, we've got batteries, we've got supplies, we are taking care of the projectiles, we do have enough food and snacks, we are anticipating losing power, the evacuation plan, we're listening, we're in the evacuation zone C, if we get the call, my preference would be to stay local and go to like the high school, I don't my wife is a bit concerned about safety in that sort of communal setting. In fact, she she suggested that I bring my knife, and I'm thinking, which one? I'm a knife guy. I'll cut somebody up in half. It'd be a real hurricane Christian up in here. But I get it. I understand. The other side of it is, is if we run, need to run, that's what we'll do, right? We'll do what we need to do based on the information we have. The thought of hitting the road, paying for hotels, paying for food out, all the money. I'm inclined to go to shelter here. We may be looking at a situation where we stay home, hunker down, hide from the wind, run from the water. So at the moment, friends, as we approach the 12 o'clock p.m. hour here in Sarasota, Florida, Adelia is on her way. Keep an eye on the storm if you're interested in that sort of thing. Preparations are going okay right now. But there's part of me in my mind that wants to pack up my studio and throw it in the back of the truck and haul ass up out of here. But then I'm kind of thinking, you know, you can't do this every time. There's another, there's another hurricane out there. For real. Harvey. Harvey's chilling. He's not up in the Gulf right now, though. So that's where we stand I wanted to share this with you because I uh, keep us on the list. Whatever positive energy you pray to, think about, think about the people of Florida. And if we know one another, uh, keep us on your list for positive energy and good thoughts because we will make the right decision based on where we are and uh, what we know at the time. It is a little scary with little kids and a wife. You know, it's different. Sometimes if you're doing it by yourself, and we are certainly not. Um, drop me a line if you want to. I've got email sitting steady in my pocket. Phones are on the charge. Everything is on the charge. Anticipating power outages. Uh, we have, um, I have an ice maker in this refrigerator. And um, so we are steady making ice and putting it in uh, strategic places to try to keep food cold. We've got some bottles of water in the um, frozen 
so they can be there as well. Um, I've needed to keep things sorted out. Got a bit of cash. Got a bit of cash if we need it. We also have uh, gasoline in the vehicles and the plan uh, to know when to go. Harder, harsher storms have come through. I think when you get around a cat too, you start getting a little scary. And uh, that's what we're facing. The one that's off the coast now, Harvey, could be uh, even bigger. But we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And a friend of mine, Steve, in the Pacific Northwest said, you know, once you do a few of these, you'll be a, a pro. But the mind is spinning. The mind is spinning. Tonight and tomorrow could be a sleepover with the kids. Of course, this thing's probably going to drop right in the middle of the night. Don't want to freak anybody out when it's dark. If you lose power in the night, you know. So we're thinking about that. And uh, maybe you'll be thinking about us as well. I will keep you up to date. If you have not subscribed to this podcast, please do it. I'm thinking about just putting the podcast up on my page. It's gets so nutty to try to fractionalize everything. This one goes here. You can do this one and over there. And put it on my... I kind of just want to put all things together. And when uh, it is like this, one straight audio in would be cool. So anyway, look for it on both of the podcasts. And while I'm sitting up weathering out the storm, I'll figure out if we just want to do one podcast, for God's sakes. Anyway, that's not even that important. Take care of yourselves, okay? And good luck the rest of the way. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise. To join the 100 Watts in a Wire community, visit 100wattsinawire.com.